love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits happens live from our radio hub for Wednesday. It's June 12th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. It is on today, folks. We're going to spend a whole lot, a lot of time together because... I got a whole lot of show planned for you. I have so much show for you today. I just want to show it off. I just want to tell you all about it right now. But that would be such a waste. Tell us all about it right now. No, I'm not. Because you know me. We just kind of do it as it goes along. Oh, okay. (laughs) You know. Fly by the seat of our pants. Fly by the seat of our pants. Mm -hmm. Our pants. Pants. Uh, All right. Let's see who's in the studio today. There's Drew. Well, I am so ready for summer, but I have to crank the AC or there's no sleeping for me. No sleep till Brooklyn. Right. Uh, No sleep till winter. Hey, what's up, Bethany? Um, I would just like to say to every mother out there that asking for a maid service, uh, a big like full day of cleaning for Mother's Day was one of the best things I ever did. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. You're so welcome. I mean, seriously, walking into your house and it just being like super clean and I'm talking about like top to bottom you know, super clean. It is. I'm just awesome. glad that my teenager's room uh, doesn't smell like you know mm-hmm. underwear anymore. Funk. I'm just glad that my teenager's room funk. doesn't smell like funk. If. Why didn't he clean that stuff? Well, see, I that, mean, that, that, that's what's wrong with this look, whole situation. I tried. Situ- I tried. Yeah. Well, speaking of cleaning up, would someone please get this man some wipes? Our host, <gasps> the Fitz. Oh, I, I know. He brought that. it up. It's so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, feel free to go ahead and explain that if you want to. So, Fitz and Bethany and I have a, uh, like a group a group yeah, text that know, we like, take care of business on. We, we pass information along. and Sometimes uh, we send the occasional joke. Occasional joke yeah, or meme, meme across there. But for the most part, it's, it's business. But every once in a while, something happens. Every once in a while, someone forgets which text <laughs> string they're on, and they send something of a semi-personal nature this intended is, for only one person. This is bullying. It was meant for you, it was, Drew. No, it was meant for. I hope it was meant for you. So oh, la, uh, last night, about I don't know, you know, late something. late at night. It was it late was at night. Something. I, I got a text that says, "Would you please bring me some wipes from Fitz?" But it was on the group text. I'm hoping it was for you. I was at home, not not near his well, uh, way, it bathroom. Took, it took well, it took you, well, both of you a long time to bring him to me. Just to let you know, I saw that as I was because afterwards you fell asleep and I was on the couch folding clothes and I looked at my phone and I had gotten two texts. One being just from him, you know, just fits. And then the other one being from both of us. And I chuckled to myself and I thought, oh, he's going to bring that up tomorrow. So you did oh, catch yeah. your own mistake and you retweeted <laughs> or you resent it to her directly? Yes, he did. You you tweet. I mean, you. Uh, oh, he let me know me. about it bright and early this morning. I'm sure. <laughs> I would, too. All and right. I thought to myself. Drew didn't respond. He must <laughs> be asleep. sleeping. All right, so welcome to the Hump Day Show, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting through the week. We're doing it together. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the show. Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, here's and now, my daddy. Now. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. 
Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, we are here, of course, standing by with the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. I'm going to take you out to the world of technology. It's Miller time. It's Miller time. Miller Lite created a beer can that's also a video game controller. Huh? How does that work? Well, it has control buttons and a rechargeable battery, a Bluetooth connection to hook up to your computer, and holds 12 ounces of beer, just like a normal can. Any other questions? Well, that about covers it. Kinda. They call I mean, it like, a controller. Is it like really up and down, or is it side to side? Is it vertical? Yeah, do you hold the can lengthwise, or is it, or is it like on top of the can? Yeah. I have so many questions. I don't know, but if they had this like in the 80s when I was a, you know, a kiddo, then my dad would have never left the recliner. Get it because son, get me another controller out of the yeah, fridge. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, my dad, you know, come home from work. Sometimes he'd get on the Atari, and you know, the rule was don't mess with dad Roger. when he's. Yeah, but you know, five thirty, six o'clock at night and dinner, and then after that, the rule was don't mess with dad while he's having a six pack or twelve pack and playing Atari. Atari, really? Yeah, I didn't no, picture that for GBB. Oh yeah. Bloop, 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 so the, bloop, so bloop, can you imagine having a Miller Lite can that's also a video game controller? It really is uh, two great things brought together. Well, we have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. Let's listen to this. It's a beer can. It's a controller. It's a can-troller. Delicious. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Well, there you go. Right on. Maybe something like holds like a controller and a beer can or something, you know. Yeah, I don't want to have to crumple up my controller and throw it away. Yeah, plus you don't want to get like the beer on the controller that you can get electrocuted. Sure. All right, page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you folks out of Illinois. We got a code red. A weatherman in Illinois criticized his station's use of code red storm, storm, excuse me, storm warnings. Did you hear what I said? I said that a weatherman in Illinois criticized his station's use of code red storm warnings last Wednesday. He said it was a corporate initiative that had gone overboard because not all storms are the same and people were right to complain. He hasn't been on the air since and people are are saying, oh my God, he is MIA, missing in action. What has corporate done? He basically thought that saying, you know, this is a a code red alert. He felt it was causing a sense of emergency, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. To his audience. Panic. Yeah. Well, you never speak out against the corporate overlords. Yeah, you can't do that. No. Well, it's no different than that Fox News alert. I mean, my dong when you hear that thing. It's the rage against the machine. It's the... Yeah, but when you hear that alert, dong, like on Fox News, you think, holy crap, what's going on? Remember that sound? I know what you're talking about. Well, right. Isn't that kind of the same thing? That sound is very Code Red-like. It makes you think something is going on, something is breaking. Sure. But... If it's company policy, you yeah. can't go on the air and go, listen, my company's just way out of control, all right? Oh, line. This isn't cool. I don't appreciate <laughs> it. So you're saying what you do is get on there and talk about. This is a code red. Do it just like that? Well, that's what I think what they want him to do, and he doesn't want to do it that way. I mean, a code red, fine if there's a tornado, but not if there's like a stiff breeze. Yeah. Yeah, they probably have, like, code reds. And then I would get that confused with, like, the threat level, like orange and green. Okay. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Code red version. (laughs) Stories of the day. Fitz happens live. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. 
Welcome back to the show on Instagram at Follow Fitz. That really just two words. If you enter Follow Fitz on Instagram, then you and I could be friends digitally forever. Uh, what's up, Drew? There's Drew. There's it feels ba- like it's Friday. It does feel like it's Friday, but it's Wednesday. It's a hump day. Because you know what? We've had we got go we have good momentum going into Friday. Well, no, it feels like that because you're playing this music and we're talking to Drew. Oh. Well, I'm like doing this because we're, well, we're about to talk about some movies. Oh. Here's why. Um, not too long ago, uh, Bethany and I, we went to, we, we took our babies. We got we got a bunch of babies. We took our babies to go see Aladdin. Aladdin was wonderful. But uh, I remember several people like getting up and walking out during Aladdin. Really? And I was absolutely so insulted by them. Like, how can you get up during Aladdin, especially this Aladdin? If you haven't seen it yet, I encourage you to see it. Will Smith does a brilliant job at not only paying respect to Robin Williams, but you know, doing his own interpretation at the same time, but showing love to Robin Williams in in some bizarre way. And then they just nailed it musically. They nailed it with Aladdin. They nailed it with Princess Jasmine. So to have a couple people just get up and act like they're bored, I'm like, uh-uh. You know. I, it, by the way, these were people who who didn't have children in there. But you know, a lot of people just a, a lot of adults go and watch children's movies. Well, I mean, a lot of adults were kids whenever Aladdin came out, and now it's the real world, you know, the real version of Aladdin, so it really is entertaining. It's the real Jasmine, too. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no lie about that. She's lovely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can show you the world. Yeah. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Why do we start talking about this? Tell me, princess. So, something. Tell me, princess. I don't know the words. Your of the heart decides. You know what? This is this is what's really sad. You told me a minute, a couple minutes ago, you're chatting with a buddy the other day, whose little baby was. It was one of our assistant producers, Nick, and you said that you heard his child screaming in the background on the phone, and you had to completely hang up on the phone because you could not handle the sound of a child. I, I literally could not think straight with a baby cry. He was in his car, and he had the baby crying in the background, and I couldn't string five words together in a sentence because it was just blocking my brain. <laughs> and did it like, I told him that. Did it just melt your brain? You couldn't. It did. It shut me down. I was just, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, Dude, I just said, I'm going to have to call you back. Yeah. You were probably those people who walked out of the Aladdin movie. But is there a movie that you've absolutely walked out on? Anyone? Uh, wherever yes. you are, at home, at work, or in the car? Yeah, go ahead. Now, Dan. I'm contractually obliged to watch movies now all the way through. But before I was a movie critic, I walked out of uh, about every uh, 10, 15 years, they come out with a new Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. They just do. We just had one a month ago. But back in 1996, they came out with the Godzilla movie. I was in the Marine Corps at the time. I was I went to a little theater outside of the base at Camp Lejeune, and it was so terrible. I probably didn't make it an hour into. I think this was the Matthew Broderick Godzilla uh, movie. It was so awful. I got up and left. God, in the that middle seems of the movie. so weird. Hey. Matthew Broderick and Godzilla. <laughs> yes. Let's go to Rebecca real quick. Rebecca, have you ever? Uh, what, what what movie did you walk out on? The only movie I ever walked out of was American Born Killers with Woody Harrelson. Oh, really? Oh, that's like, Natural Born Killers. Yeah. I love that movie, but I can see why someone would walk yeah, out. Yeah, it. it's pretty violent. It's it's tough if you're not ready for it, yeah. and it's pretty psychedelic in some parts. Anna, what about you? What movie did you walk out on? Limitless. Limitless. I love that movie. Oh my god, that movie's Bradley so Cooper. good. Mark, Mark, what about you? I, I don't even know if I should tell you because it's embarrassing to admit that I even paid for it, but it was that movie Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have admitted that. <laughs> 
You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? 1966 was the year Father's Day was first declared a holiday as we are approaching the Father's Day weekend. One in five women say their first word was dada. 18% of women hope to find a guy just like their dad. 15% of women said as kids they thought that their old man could kick Superman's butt. And the coolest thing the average woman's dad taught her to do was how to be a Miss Fix-It. And uh, a woman calls her dad and averages six times a month. That needs to be more, ladies. I call my daddy every night. Usually. Mm-hmm. That needs to be less. That seems a little excessive. Oh, you know what? That seems a little excessive. Don't be jealous, Drew. <laughs> I don't know why people would be mad at me for calling no, no one's my mad. own father every day. My mom, every other day, every four days. Wow. Every, yeah. She's a little busier, though. <laughs> yeah. A lady visits her dad three times a month. She spends her quality time with dad. Uh, talking to him, uh, basically yapping over coffee, most often chatting about her lazy brother, nagging mother, or mooching uncle. Interesting. Interesting facts about daddies and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, then. I don't have any kids, but I could potentially become that mooching uncle if I played my cards right. Yeah. That someone else is complaining about. Absolutely. I'm going to throw it over to you right now, Drew. Well, this is a good month to take some time to look at the sky. Just lay back and reflect at the night sky because Jupiter, the largest planet in the solar system, I believe, uh, will be it's visible. Retrograde. It'll be so close. It'll be visible to the naked eye. And what's even cooler is that uh, it'll be. It's so close that you'll be able to see some of the moons of Jupiter with just binoculars, no fancy telescopes. Okay, so you're telling me that like, is it just going to be a star? Is that what it's going to look like? No, you will be able to actually see Jupiter. And they say if you have a like even just a halfway decent telescope, you may even be able to see the red spot on Jupiter. Awesome. <laughs> Drops of Jupiter. No way. <laughs> Drops of Jupiter. The first part sounded really spastic, but you finally got to the music at the Tell end. Me. All right, so we're going to be able to see Jupiter when? Uh, all, all month in June. Oh, that's nice. It rises in the nice. night sky and it'll hang out in the night sky all oh, the time. Bethany, so. you and I are going to have a pasture party. We're going to get mm-hmm. some wine. We're going to throw it down. She's I hate so whenever excited. they're like, oh, you're going to be able to see Mars. And you walk out and Mars it's like, was beautiful a couple a months ago. It was a bright red, uh, huge red spot in the sky. Yes. That was so cool. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Choose your news. Burt Reynolds' 1978 Firebird Trans Am, it's a replica of the car used in the classic Smokey and the Bandit, is set to fetch 500 k at an auction. Of course, the runaway bride's not included. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to let you know, it was driven by... Burt Reynolds, and is similar to the Smokey and the Bandit model. He drove it to Vegas. It runs good. Everything's awesome. So if you want to buy a car 500K. for 500K. That's right. He's up and I'm sure you can Google it and find out mm-hmm. where that's all going down. All right. There you go. That is Wednesday's Choose Your News. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, so this is the part where we remind you that you're listening to The Fit Show. Thank you. This is The Fit Show. All right, so check this out. If you haven't gotten your dad a present for Father's Day, don't really worry because apparently after all these years of Father's Day neglect, 
dads have really lowered their expectations on what they want. All right, so real quick, uh, who's on seven? Chris, what are you wanting for Father's Day? I have no plans for Father's Day weekend. In well, the way of I don't want to do nothing. Ryder the Youngin's looking at me. He he wants to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the that's the the whole plan is I want to be able to do nothing. That's it. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> So your Father's Day is like, keep those kids away from me. Yeah. Well, actually, what I want to do is just relax and have my kids just feed me hand and foot. Give me my beer, bring me my food. Feed you some grapes. That's what, that's what Father's Day is Father's about. It's like, what, you know, it's like, mothers get it. Why can't father? Yeah. Son, you get over there and you bring your daddy a natty light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what these dads are really wanting for Father's Day. An expensive physical gift like an Apple Watch. Technology, they're saying you can never go wrong with it with, with something technology. Uh, a glass of whiskey to watch whatever I want on TV. Do we have my father Father Knows Best music? Okay, here we go. Father Knows Best, folks. Something else you can do for Daddy. <laughs> you can let Dad sit back and have a couple of beers. You know what I mean? We're just mm-hmm. by himself. Yeah. Like Like on the deck. That's what Chris is saying. Just yeah. Leave I it alone. Agree. Let me chill. Uh, let's see. Let's move down the list here. Some things that fathers want for Father's Day weekend. Some peace and quiet. Number two, a big steak. Ooh. And number one, like it says, a phone call from my kids. Oh. Or, or time with the kids. Yeah. We really are easy like that. We really don't. We, we don't want a lot. So. Let's go. Fits happen. It's the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, everybody, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip coming up in just a little bit. What's up? Well, Bradley Cooper and Irina Shake, uh, of course, they broke up and. Uh, yeah, people are talking about the Lady Gaga thing now. I of course, I just, people I just have come say, out and said that it's hey, all Drew. because he was. I just want to say I predicted that, didn't I? I, I know you did, didn't yeah. I, Drew? I just hope it really works out that way for your sake, because otherwise you might look silly. Well, I'm just saying, you know what? I feel bad because Bradley Cooper, the, the mother hey, of his child. Hey, 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 hey! Save it. Was We're beautiful. Talk about it. It's beautiful. You know. Mm-hmm. Say what? We're going to talk about it. Just a few minutes. Oh, okay. All right. Promise. Mm-hmm. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Evacuations underway as a wildfire rages in California. Yeah, here we go again, right? Not one wildfire. There's many wildfires going on in California right now. And, I mean, experts are telling us this is the new norm. This is what to expect. And, of course, California just uh, was you know, burnt to the ground last season. And, and even earlier this year, it's just it, it feels I mean, like a never-ending cycle. And we have to figure yeah. out. You know, is this something that can be stopped? Can it be slowed? Is this just a, a, an ever-present and, risk? And they are still rebuilding from last year's horrific fires, right? right? And now here we go again. And just like you said, experts are saying that this is a uh, this is now going to be the norm. It's like my God, that's crazy. I mean, we can't accept that being the norm, right? No, there's no way that that can be the norm. Well, can you stop? Can you stop nature at this point? Is there anything you could do right now if they're already doing it? That's that's a very big question and a very unknown question. So the, these particular evacuations referred to here, they actually had to ref, uh, uh, evacuate Six Flags 
amusement park and the water park next door because a fire sprang up and moved very quickly right towards the facility. Yeah, I saw those those pictures. There's evacuations in Northern California, uh, threatening neighborhoods, homes. It's just, it's it's pretty insane, and it's something that it, it like we said, it's going to have to be dealt with whether people are going to rebuild or not. We don't know. Mm. Right, it, it's mm-hmm. just a new reality, but it's something that's happening not only in California but around the nation. Mm-hmm. We're seeing drier conditions, we're seeing drier weather, uh, and, and less sort of native water in regions to to keep the fire conditions low. The thing I think most people can do is not only keep your eye out for fires and report anything oh, you see, yeah. but also be extremely careful with your combustibles, including your well, barbecues, including your campfires, cigarette butts. Don't throw them out the window. You know, my dad says in North Texas, Drew. My dad says. Let me tell you what, back in the 80s, it was 124 every day in the summer. <laughs> I can remember one time 120, 124 degrees every day in July and August in North Texas. It's an amazing so how our memories it, fade with time. <laughs> is, it, is it getting hotter or, you know, what's in, what, what, well, what are you I, looking I, at me I like ha- that I for? tend to think it wasn't actually 124 degrees. I think your yeah. dad might be, mm-hmm. you know, old guys like to exaggerate. Make sure you like tell me it wasn't 137 degrees. Yeah, but uphill both ways to school. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Although I do no, remember. his waist and 137 oh, don't degrees get me wrong. at the same time. Well, I, I was, hang on. Days, I was, I was but... born in Wichita Falls, Texas, and I do remember several 116, 117 days, especially in August. We had a bike race called the Hotter in Hell 100. It's, it's like a famous national bike race, and people from all over the world would come and ride in this extreme heat in the hotter in hell. I always thought it was crazy. But yeah, so we did have like 115s and 116s. Right. I don't know if humans survive in 124. Are you sure that wasn't the heat index? It's just really hot. I know, but I mean, and and what I'm saying is, I and and, yeah, that's where I grew up, and yes, I think it's getting hotter. If not specifically higher temps reached, maybe longer prolonged hot, hot, dry spells. Yes. That that really adds to the fire danger everywhere. Yes. All right, folks. There you go. That is the uh, the Wednesday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Oh, uh, let's see what's trending. The Jonas Brothers trending right now. I guess they uh, they released their first album in years. I'm a sucker for you. Yeah. Jumping up in the bars, slamming up in the car, coming to dumb it down every night. You're a picture in the my brain. <laughs> you do not. Contrary to belief, you. to popular belief, you do not have to sing every song well, that we talk about. That's all right. Uh, you know what? We here on uh, on the show every day is a Friday, and that's how I like to live it. But anyway, they just released their first album in years. You could tell their fans are older because now they only scream when they get their student loan bills. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Think about it. The Jonas, I mean, you know, Jonas Brothers were basically kids, right? Disney mm-hmm. Channel stars. Of course. Now they're marrying like these Russian spies and models. No, they also married I don't think uh, any Sansa of them are Stark, Russian. Right? One of them married Sansa Stark. And the well, other um, one married Priyanka Chopra. Right, the Russian spy. Well, she's she's model. She's, Excuse yeah. me, Russian model. She's she's India. India. Well, one of them is married to a Russian. No, no. Pretty certain of it. Mm-mm. Well, no. I'm gonna be googling it. What what's what, what you got on yours? Well, let's talk about Bradley Cooper and um, Irina Shayk, right? Uh, he was quote supposedly they're saying that he was emotionally absent during the filming oh. of a Star Is Born, and I all I can say is of course he was right. Like apparently he 
I don't know. Maybe you're right. You think side action will do that to you? Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Like he, he was, was getting... emotionally unavailable because he was available to somebody else. Nah. Her name was Lady Gaga. He was getting goo-goo for Gaga. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And, and of uh, course, once the rumors started, that didn't help, especially... They couldn't find any places. <laughs> right? Especially... Because he had to, you know, travel for the film with Gaga so much, you know, to help promote the film and whatnot. Right. I don't know. I think they're just co-workers. I think you guys are making... Uh, you Mount, are Mount absolutely insane. Well, I think they're good actors. The freaking membrane. I think they made you believe they were in love because that was the role. What is it you love. say about actors all the time? That they're doing nothing but what? They're just what? playing make pretend. They're just right? playing... Yeah. They're, I mean, Drew's, <laughs> Drew's like, I just can't believe it. Actors, it's... They're just playing Halloween every yeah. night. They really are. They're, they're just, just going out and there. Pre- pretending to do what someone's using someone else's words to make a fake scenario up and sell LARPing. you on it. They're LARPing yes. except on a set. Yes. Mm-hmm. Someone else wrote the words. I'm going to just say I'm a certain way and you're going to give me millions of dollars. And so appreciate all those that. people I'm act, on that I, set I'm, are party to LARPers. Mm-hmm. They're like... My mom, my mom has been a theater arts teacher for 34 years. She'll probably I'm, tell you the I'm, same I'm, thing. I, I was raised in the theater. I'm she a probably theater. wishes some of her students would go make millions acting. You know what? Yes. Well, you know what? We all want to do it, Drew. We all have that dream. Okay, well. Okay. This I'd like to be like a Leonidas character and throw like uh, spears and stuff and have like leather. Loincloth? Loincloth. Okay. That's what I'm going for. That's not an easy place to start. (laughs) Graduate to that. Like maybe do a. Oh, maybe start working out again. Do like Death of a Salesman first or something. All right. Well, this source also added that Bradley, quote, and I just wanted to add this just for you, Fitz, just so you know, has a huge and overwhelming connection to Gaga. However, whether or not it develops into something romantic is, quote, premature. So I'm just going to leave you with that. Another beautiful woman, Olivia Colpo, she tops uh, this saw year's her, box uh, of Hot 100. She is gorgeous. I saw her all by herself outside of a restaurant in Nashville. I almost went up to her and said, hey, excuse you did me. not. I swear. That's the one I saw. That's who I saw. I told you I saw somebody. Remember that I uh, thought I recognized outside of that? It's like the Cane something steakhouse. And, and, I thought you uh, told us Gal Gadot tried to pick you up in Nashville. What's the difference between Gal Gadot and this other person? They're well, different they're people. they're different people. <laughs> That's the main difference. Do yeah. they look alike? Yes, I could see where okay. they would. One of them is definitely the lady I saw outside of the. Re- I have to look at him again. One of them is well, definitely the lady I saw outside of the. Olivia Colpo is gorgeous. I mean, she I'm is shocked. Oh, I don't know who this stunningly is. Stunningly beautiful. She's a former Miss Universe model, actress, entrepreneur. She's also dated oh Nick Jonas, uh-huh. Tim Tebow, oh. and Danny Amendola. Oh, so. how could she leave Tebow? I love you, Tim Tebow, oh, forever. She's, she's got a range. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. I believe she left Tim Tebow. The legendary Fitz Appens. Live. Live. Fitz? Fitz. With an F? With an F. (laughs) Fitz Happens. Fitz, it's the Fitz Show. Playlist profiling is on. We have a mystery caller on hold right now. And uh, while I explain this segment to you, I'll give you a couple of seconds to grab like your legal pad or your phone. All right, so you can take your notes. Here's how playlist profiling works out. Our mystery caller is on hold, and we don't know anything about this individual. All we know are three songs from their personal playlist. And based off of these three songs, all of us, including you, are going to attempt to profile this individual. We're going to try to guess their sex, their age, 
what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. Again, based off of these three songs, try to guess their their sex, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. Is everybody ready for song number one? I'm yes. ready. ready. Song number one, Dustin Lynch, Small Town Boy. She loves a small town boy like me. She's my bad baby. She's cool. She's my crazy. She's my laid back in the front seat. She's my with me till the end. I'm turning up to ten. Song number two, Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me. And song number three, Carrie Underwood in Southbound. This is a girl. Straight up a girl. All right, based off of those three songs and three songs alone, we are all going to attempt to profile... Our mystery caller. We're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they married or single, and how many kids. I'll give everybody a couple of seconds to write down their guesses. Everybody ready? Do we need more time? Maybe a few more seconds? Let me take a few more. more, Okay. Okay, time is up. <sighs> All right, here's my profile. It's Fitz. I think this is definitely a female. 43 years old. The Def Leppard thing, I, I pushed up the age a little bit. Uh, definitely drives an SUV like a Toyota Sequoia. She is a home health administrator. She's married with two children. Drew, your profile. I think it's a female also, but 28. I went young. She drives a VW Jetta. She works for a big company in the office. She might be in the ops department or something, but a big company desk job. She's single with no kids. All right, Bethany, what's uh, what's your profile? I think it's a male. Yeah. 36 years old, driving a Toyota 4Runner. 4Runner. Yeah, I'm thinking like 2002, okay. 2003. Ooh, okay. You're specific. A nurse. Um, he's single, no kids. Okay, and Ryder the Youngin. You've been over there. You've been writing a whole bunch. What's the deal? Because she, th- whoever this is is throwing me through a loop. I don't think it's a woman. I think they're playing us. I think it's a man. I think he's 25 years old. I think he drives a Prius. And I think he drives for Uber. Okay. And I'm interested. Right. Right. He's single but has one kid and he's you know committed relationship type thing. But he's young. He's young. Okay, let's profile them right now again. Here are the songs. Dustin Lynch, Small Town Boy. Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me. Hey, Carrie Underwood, Southbound. We go to the mystery caller now. Woo, I'm so nervous. <laughs> mystery caller, are you a male or a female? Female. Yes! Yes! <laughs> How old are you? I am 39. 39. Oh, okay. What do you drive? A Jeep Commander. It's kind of a SUV, mini SUV. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your profession? I am a social worker for the state. 
Wow. Oh, I said the home health administrator. Really, very close. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are well, you ma- I am a nursing facility case manager, so it's kind of. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Are you married or single? I am separated. Okay. And do you have any children? I have three. Okay. Uh, my buddy Drew is going to do his calculations and tabulations right now to see who came close to profiling you. Give me one moment. I'm going to have to refer to the rule book on this one. All right, Drew, time is up. All right, here we go. Um, I'd like to start off by saying, Ryder, uh, she did throw you for a loop because you got zero. All right, what? you know nothing. I didn't even get one? <laughs> you got nothing. Oh, no. Fitz, after checking with the rules, you got three. Wow. What? You were Fitz. close enough on two to get the point. That's three. You're the winner. Wow. Does it feel weird to be profiled? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it happens live. Hey, so this is the part where we remind you that you're listening to The Fit Show. Thank you. This is The Fit Show. All right, everybody, what's up? What's up, P1s? Uh, Thank you so much for checking out the show. We want you to set it and forget it. Hold out your finger and set this show as the number one button on your preset, your preference one button, your P1 button. So when you hear us talking about our P1s, the most loyal listeners on all the radio, put my P1s against anyone. I'll say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Our, our P1s are the most loyal listeners in all of radio. Drew, tell everybody again what a P1 is. Well, it's it's kind of an exclusive club. It's a very special club, but it's got a very low barrier to entry. All you got to do is be a listener to this show, lock this show in on your number one preset, never take it off. That's how you become a P1. Remember a couple minutes ago, I was telling you guys that I, I know how to read people. I could read anyone. I could read, Drew, I'm looking in your eyes. I read you. I know exactly what you're thinking. Do you? Oh, I got you figured out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bethany, my wife over there, the mouth from the south, look at me. I got you figured out, too. No, you don't. Got to, oh, yeah, I do. No, oh, you so, don't. Oh, yes, I do. No. You want to bet? Yes. Why? Why is that? Because you always say things to me that I'm like, no, you're wrong. Oh, no, I could read people. No. But but I bring this up for a reason, because you know who else has the ability to read people? Bartenders. That is true. That is very true. I am amazed that bartenders kind of know what kind of a person you are based off of your drink. Now, Drew, as a former bar manager, as a former bartender, how is that possible? It's Well, that's your basis of the assumption. On who the person is, because oh, so you're saying bartenders are very judgmental. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, you have to be. It's part of the job. I mean, you have you have to be able to figure out who just walked through the door and who you're dealing with, and are they drunk and are they not? And all, but and are they going to tip? Are they going to tip? How much attention do you give to this person? Are they a nice guy? Are they going to waste your time? Are they going to bother you and run you around, or are they just going to be a good customer? All these things, and you you learn that off a couple of initial impressions, and one of them is what they ordered to drink. For example, and maybe this is what you're getting to, but. A person who orders something simple like a draft beer or a beer in the bottle, it, it, easy going customer. Low maintenance. Low maintenance. May, oh. Maybe a simple mixed drink like a rum and coke or a whiskey sour or okay. just a scotch and water, easy. But that person wants something made in the blender, forget it. I hate you already. Yeah. <laughs> if you order blender drinks, <laughs> they you. do not like you. Why? You're saying because that, that probably means a complicated individual? It just takes a lot of effort, yeah. and a lot of time, and a lot of noise, okay. and a lot of tools and equipment to make that drink. Okay, so check this out. Here's what your drink says about you. According, like, this is straight from the mouths of the professionals. Uh, for example, anybody who orders a, uh, uh, like, a, a great scotch and drinks it, drinks it neat, is apparently a BA. Like, that's a bad, you know what, somebody who drinks mm-hmm. it like that. Why is that? 
Uh, scotch is it is strong. It's like drinking I, pure alcohol. I love scotch, but I like mine with mm. one or two rocks. Gosh, just, mm-hmm. I, I like it as it sort of the water sort of melts into it. But they're just saying that's someone who who that's like goes hard. You go yeah. straight for oh, it. Yeah. You just love the the hot scotch my, on your tongue. My dad says to me, he's like, "Son, I love scotch." He said, "Son, I love scotch and water." He goes, "Let me tell you, vodka takes me to." A dark place. <laughs> Can I tell you a really, a really gross drink? Seems gross to me. The first time I ever, uh, I ever had someone order it, it really threw me for a loop, and that was scotch and milk. Ew. There are old hey. guys who order scotch and milk. All right, so check it out. Uh, what your drink says about you. Um, if you uh, order a mojito, people are full of themselves, according to bartenders. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Also. Um, Bartenders say ladies who order a Long Island iced tea are just looking to get wasted, period. Is that true? Pretty much anyone who orders Long Island iced teas is just trying to cut to the end. Okay. Trying to cut to the end of the night. All right. So think about that next time you go out and uh, order a drink. Yeah, know that we're judging you. (laughs) So, Fitz happens. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I want to tell you a story about a five-year-old boy in Green Bay who had successful brain surgery last week. And there's this video going around of his grandfather dancing with him in a grocery store the night before his massive brain surgery just to cheer him up. They also got matching haircuts because one side of the boy's head had to be shaved for surgery. So the grandpa did the same thing. Isn't that the coolest thing? Listen to this. Ready to go to bed, and then Tyus said he wanted to go dance. They wanted the the disco dance floor field, you know. Because the cameras wanted to see me have fun. Why were you giving you a haircut today? Because I'm having surgery tomorrow. What are you doing this for, Dad? It's for my grandson. Yeah. And uh, I hope for everything will be all right. The surgery was successful. He's recovering well. He's himself. Yeah, that's love right there. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. All right, everybody, it's makeup or breakup. I, I do want to say uh, in the beginning that everybody you hear on Makeup or Breakup, they are uh, couples that are willing to come on the show, and uh, they really want to hear your feedback. And uh, I think that's really cool and, and honest of them. You know what I mean? Uh, if you'd like to, to be on Makeup or Breakup, just send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. Hi, Joanna. Hi, how's it going? It's good. How you doing? Okay. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, and, and from what I understand, uh, looking at, at, at your message, you're having a little situation with your boyfriend, Dave, because he hangs out with, with your friends too much. Can you elaborate if you don't mind? So we've been dating a few months um, and met my friends, which I felt like was kind of a step, you know, uh, and then kind of immediately started hanging out with some of them a lot. And like that, I mean, that's a little strange, but it was even weirder that he didn't tell me. Like I went to work and then I saw pictures of him on Instagram, like with my friends huh. and yeah, and like I, I feel it's not like I even necessarily think he's cheating on me. There's just something about it that rubs me the wrong way, and I don't know if I'm just like being crazy or weird or like jealous for no reason. Okay, so but, w- when you saw him posting on Instagram with your friends, where were they? What I mean, what what were they doing? What what activities was he doing with your friends? 
so at first they like went out to a bar, um, and then like he went with a couple of them to um, get to the gym. <laughs> Why is it? Oh, he's oh, going to work way. out with them now, huh? Do, does he go to the yeah, gym with you? Yeah, so he's like part of a gang, I guess. Yeah, that's a good question, Drew. Does he go to the gym with you ever, or do you guys go to Starbucks together and hang out? Um, I mean, we we'll go to Starbucks together. I'm not really a gym person, so. Like, I work at home, so I guess I would probably wouldn't go with him anyway, but, but he, I mean, maybe if he asked, he never has. Well, can I, uh, this is Drew, can I ask you a question? Are, are you most distrust, I, I mean, I, I do sense distrust, right? Or you wouldn't be here. Yes. So are yeah. you distrustful of him or your friends? Are these, like, long-time, lifelong friends you've had since you were kids, or are these kind of new friends? Who is it Ooh. that you really don't trust? Mm-hmm. Maybe you got some scandalous friends. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I mean, it's kind of a combination. It's like... You know, there's, like, that core group from college and then, like, people who have kind of joined along the way. Um, I, it's, I don't even know. Like, I don't even necessarily distrust any of them. It just makes me a weird feeling. You know what? Maybe, maybe we don't have to worry about anything. Maybe. Is he doing their makeup by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, what? <laughs> what, what? Why are you guys laughing I don't at think that? Anyone would want that. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. And, and so obviously, you realize Dave knows uh, he's probably hearing all this right now, and uh, he knows that he's going to join the show in a couple of minutes. So, is it, it okay with you if we find out, you know, Dave's side and why he's hanging out with your friends? Hey, real quick, when he's hanging out with your friends, what what are you doing? You said your work, but what do you do for a living? I'm a bartender. Ah, so you're at the bar so making some money. He's it, and it's those you're probably working at night, so it's those kind of hangout primetime hours. Okay, all right, everybody, hang on. We're about to get Dave on the show next with his side. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. Live. All right, we are back. It's makeup or breakup. If you're just tuning in, we have Joanna on the show, and uh, I want to say again that. The couple that you are about to hear on this show, they are all willing participants. And uh, you know they're really doing this because they want to hear your opinion on, honestly, how they should handle their relationship. Joanna, can you kind of sum up what your complaint with your boyfriend, Dave? Uh, he keeps going out with my friends without me and not even warning me. And, and uh, while you've been at work, you said bartending. He goes like to Starbucks with your friends. And then he's even gone to the gym with your friends a couple of times while you're working. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to the show, Dave, welcome. Thank you so much for being on. I know you've been listening to this for, you know, the past several minutes. Yeah. What say you, man? Man, I'm I'm just, uh, I'm a little bit floored because it's just, uh, uh, I don't know what she's talking about, really. I mean, all I'm doing is being, you know, nice to her friends. I, I don't really get it, but... You know, I mean, we, we don't, it's not like we're like, you know, besties or anything. We just, they they call me up, like, hey, Dave, why, you know, we're going to the gym. I'm like, hey, wait, why not? Uh-huh. You know, it's not, there's no real, there's nothing um, devious about it. So you did- know, it's just people hanging out. Dave, you're, so you're basically saying, I'm totally clean here. I'm not up to anything. Are any? Would you say that any of them are being flirty toward you? Any of her friends? Be honest, well, Dave. I mean, uh, I'm a naturally, you know, flirty guy. Like I don't, you know, I, I I like to have fun, and you know, I like to joke around. So you know, it's not like we're, you know, you know, we're not, you know, getting <laughs> naked or anything. Like there's no nobody's to get naked. 
What, you know, what, hey, like, hey, Dave, would like you like to poke fun at each other? Maybe once in a while, I'll grab my butt or something. You know? Oh, like, okay. That's right. not got cool. there. Hey, Dave, let me ask you this: How would you feel if uh, if Joanna was just a flirty girl? You're just a flirty guy, but she's a bartender. You know the amount of guys she sees every single night. Is it okay for her to be a, hey, I'm just a flirty girl? She's telling you one part of the story. Uh, If you you could see the guys that just, you know, and we're talking about deadbeat, you know, drunks that just sit at her bar and stare at her all night. Is she, is she, is she okay? She's like laughing at their stupid jokes and. You know, I mean, she's, you know, winking at him. You know what I mean? Like, it's Joanna? Like coming on to him. But, you know, maybe she's yeah. playing him a little bit. Joanna, but, would you... you know, s- that's, how, that's what bartending is about. It's kind of like half psychologist, you know, half whatever, you know, <laughs> bartender. So you're saying you don't have a problem if she flirts as much as you do? Or what if she goes that's to a, a Starbucks... That's job, with- you know? That's what she does, you know? Okay. I mean, if, you're, if you're a very attractive person either male or female, and you don't do a little flirting at the bar, it's a long night. You know what I mean? Like it's Okay, a- so Dave, can I ask you a question? Can she also go to Starbucks with them and go work out with them at the gym after her, her shift? Well, that's not – I'm going with her friends. I'm huh? not, it's not like I'm picking up, you know, teenage yeah. women at the mall <laughs> All right, hanging well, out good. with them. You know? Joanna? I mean, like- I, I mean, first of all, yeah, there's totally a difference between – the fact that I have to flirt at work and like flirting with my friends, right? And, and okay, if you're like we're both flirty people, and that's fine. But if the if the fact that like I keep saying like just warn me before you're going to go out with them, and you don't, it makes me feel like there's something like that I'm purposely being left out in some way, and I don't know why. You know, I'm wondering. I, if, I just don't, can I interrupt? I mean, yeah. I, are you going to have to chaperone me like everywhere I go? I mean, I don't understand. I didn't. I like didn't you don't trust me to that extent with your own friends. These are her, her, you know, before you go out, her girls, so that I know, and you don't even do that. And then when I say, "Hey, this kind of feels weird to me," you don't say like, "Oh, I'm sorry, it's weird, but I, I like them. I want to be friends with them." You say like, "Like what? I'm just being nice to your friends." Like the defensiveness it is what makes me feel. Like All right, hey guys, I'm gonna let. Uh, uh, here's what we're gonna do right now. Okay, I'm gonna put you on hold, and if you want, we could all have uh, this conversation off the air, and I'm gonna let you guys continue to have this conversation off the air as well. And we also have a number from a therapist that we're gonna pass along to you as well off the air. So, listen, I really appreciate you guys coming on and being willing to talk about this. It's I, I know it's not easy. Thank you. It's easy for me. I haven't done anything. This is Fitz Happens Live. 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 This is the Fit Show. Makes you feel alive. Full out, full out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fit happens live. We're kind of right in the middle of makeup or breakup. Earlier, minutes ago, we had Dave and Joanna. Joanna's a bartender. Dave, basically, uh, while Joanna's bartending, Dave likes to hang out with Joanna's friends and likes to go work out with them. What else? Uh, go to coffees, go to drinks. Yeah. Post pictures on the gram. Yeah. What are the text messages saying? Read, read some of these. Uh, so here's one that says, Hey, Fitzy, I've been with my fiance for almost 10 years, and not once has he ever hung out with my friends without me. Breakup. Uh, another one says, uh, Furthermore, if she's flirting for money, he's not. He's flirting for free with her friends, defending Joanna. Uh, another says, 
he is bringing attention to the fact that he's stuttering and mumbling and, f- and floundering through his, his uh-huh. defense. So Ooh. break up. I got to say, this is the closest to a unanimous decision we've ever had. Hmm. Uh, make up or break up? You heard the story about you know Dave and Joanna. What do you think? Well, first off, I really don't think it's going to last. Um, I've been a bartender for over 40 years. He needs to understand right from the get-go that every guy that goes in a bar is not just some sloppy drunk. And, yes, she does need to flirt to make her money. That's how we make our money. And he has no business hanging out with her friends, especially female, when she's working. Hello, sweet D. Hey, friends and the gang, how are you? What do you think, makeup or breakup? What are your thoughts on this? You know, I'm saying breakup because uh, he didn't really ever take into consideration her feelings once. It was all just sticking up for him and and uh, regardless, maybe she needs to have a little chat with her girlfriends as well, but he's not really taking any responsibility and he doesn't really seem to care about what she thinks it's all about. Well, it's... They're asking me, so I'm going to go, and he doesn't, he's not taking any responsibility. So and that's how, my two cents. And how kind of jacked up for her girlfriends to like yeah. be hanging out yes. with her man? A lot of people were really bothered by the uh, butt-slapping, butt-grabbing part of this. Andrea, makeup or breakup? Definitely breakup. Interesting. Gotcha, gotcha. And why is that? You know, there's a line that you just don't cross in a relationship, and those are her friends. I mean, all of my girls, I'm so close with them. If my man ever touched their butt... I would be so hurt and upset about it, and it has nothing to do with jealousy, but it's just, those are my girls. Like, I grew up with them. Those, you know, I'm your woman. If you want to pinch someone's ass, it's mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! Real. Funny. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by in minutes. Uh, we're going to go straight out of country. And Keith Urban is not focused on blank. Drew, what do you think? His kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was absolutely the rudest thing I've well, ever heard in my life. He's a great, a touring, he's a, it's possible. A touring musician. He's, he's a always wonderful on the road. father. He's a wonderful father. Might never see them. He is. He's a wonderful father. How dare you say that about <laughs> Keithy? That's what I call him, Keithy. <laughs> Take it back what you said about Keithy. I take it back. He's focused on his poop. Keith Urban. Keith, per, Keith Urban is not focused on blank. Is what? I, just, I don't. I really don't have anything against Keith Urban. You're just, you're <laughs> okay. These. My God, if you don't have anything against Keith Urban, why are you insulting him like I, you are? I don't. I, it's, it, what did he do to it's you? Spontaneous. Nothing. I love My Keith God. Urban. He's great. He sings. You'll think of me. Yeah, it's he, he blue. <laughs> He sings, uh, I want to cry. He sings okay. a lot of great songs. And you just, like, for some reason, want to insult him. Okay, Bethany. He's the cat in the sweater guy. So anyway, Bethany, Keith Urban is not focused on blank. Um, He's not focused mm-hmm. on coming out with a new album. Okay. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. You just oh. you just ruined Straight Outta Country. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't you, why read did it. you ruin Straight Outta Country? Yes, you did know. read it. Yes, you did. You no, just I ruined didn't. Straight Outta Country. I swear I did. Yes, my God, you did. Okay. Can we, we go on to the reality check? We get to the Here's news. Drew with the rea. Here's Drew with the reality check. Now the Warriors three. 
three-peat dream is still alive, showing championship heart and inspiring performance from the Golden State Warriors. Down six with 2.30 to go to come back and get this win. Oh, you're saying there was an NBA championship? Yeah, it's actually going on right now in uh, game six. Now we oh, will see a, a game one. six. We will see it tomorrow. You know, in the beginning of this championship, no one thought the Raptors really stood much of a chance. They thought Golden State was going to roll over them for their three-peat. But uh, LeBron, That's why I told you they haven't Le been uh, bringing the ratings. It's because no LeBron's one really cares about the Raptors. Raptors. LeBron's yeah. not in it. LeBron's not well, in but it. But this is the Golden State. You know, this is their third appearance in a row. So well, everyone true. thought they were building a little yeah. dynasty here. Now right. they have to go to game six to prove it. But they will be playing without Kevin Durant because the injury he suffered appears to be a torn Achilles, Ooh. which oh, means wow. that, is, that means you're out game six. If there is a game seven, you're out of that too. You're out and season, you may not be back next yeah. season. You know Who knows? crazy, Drew? I can kind of relate to that. Not too long ago, I was asked to compete in a flag football championship game. Was it a tournament? Yeah, yes, actually. it was. Series of games, okay. It was a tournament. I gave it my all. Charity. Absolutely, it was a charity tournament. Absolutely, I gave it my all. Uh, and you had some came home hurting because you did. Had some tremendous, unbelievable passes. I mean, we had you know. You were um, playing football. Yeah. Yeah. But Drew, I couldn't walk after those games. I couldn't walk. Uh, do you remember my ankle during that I time? I do. It was as and big so as your head. I know what it's. <laughs> it was huge. Which is really big. Yeah. Well. I know what it's like to play injured, and sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Well, Kevin Durant's team. worth way too much yeah. to play injured. They will not let him play injured. What are you saying? I don't you, think you're he saying could I wasn't worth it to the yeah. flag football game? Well, I don't. Well, I'm just saying cheering. no one had millions of dollars on your performance. I, I think uh, it's like a million dollar, several million dollar race. Excuse horse. me. It was it was people. You know what? It was people who have. Uh, it was a digestive issue thing like that IBS I was competing or something? for. No. Oh, it's Crohn's disease. Oh, Crohn's disease. Okay, that's related. Yeah. That's what I was playing football for, for people who have that issue. And uh, I was proud of my performance. Well, you did leave it all on the field. I did. But this is not I, about you. Right. This is about yeah. <laughs> the NBA Finals. <laughs> well, sorry, we're out of time. <laughs> that is the Wednesday reality check. Now. It's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. Why does the studio smell like bug spray? Reminds me like growing up in the summertime. You remember the bug truck? Off. Do you remember the bug truck? Oh, yeah. Did you have the bug truck? Of course. Drew, did you have the bug truck? I did not. I no. grew up where there weren't that many bugs. But I'd seen movies of the bug truck so driving Drew, the street spraying. I thought, yeah. what are they doing? My parents yes. had to explain it to me. When I was a kid, Mosquito the bug truck. truck in the summertime would go around the neighborhood and squirt this chemical out, which is the worst like chemical smell ever. And who knows what that was? Oh, it's not going to do anything to you. Yeah, that's where that's what they started using DDT for before they decided that was a and major why? cancer. Oh. Just go kill them mosquitoes. That's all. You can you can continue to play outside. I mean, and how it. many mosquitoes are they really <laughs> killing though by just spraying it over the street? Wasn't the mist uh, refreshing? <laughs> Weren't you kids playing in the mist coming off the truck? Oh, of course we'd be. Able, oh I, my goodness! Oh, are I you kidding that. me? We would. That explains a lot. No, no, no. We'd be in the driveway just shooting hoops the entire time, and this truck's just going around. Hey, hey, boy. <laughs> Everything's fine. Just breathe. God. Wow. Do they still do that? I'm, yes. I'm they sure. They spray, yeah. Man, that do doesn't they? seem safe to me. Well, you're probably asking, what's that have to do with Stray Out of Country? I'm getting into Stray Out of Country right now. Keith Urban is not focused on releasing albums. He's working on brand new music all the time, but he's not really focused on releasing albums. We heard uh, recently that Blake Shelton says, I'm done with albums. I'm just going to start releasing singles. So is it because they realize they're not they're not making any now, money because what, their music is going to be, what, 
downloaded illegally anyway. And then there's people like, of course, we've always talked about Eric Church, who loves albums. He believes mm-hmm. that albums are like a story. You he's, know, he's like a long from form the beginning guy. to the end. Because yeah. he also likes to go out and play three hour concerts right. by himself. Yes. Um, but at the same time, but Jason saying- Aldean is another one that says that he likes albums. He does not like the idea of going in and just popping out a song every yeah, now and but again. I, but here's the deal. It's like somebody who has like a two and a half, three hour podcast. People don't have the time. You don't. Have, a lot of people don't have the time to sit and start oh, listening to an album from one one song to the next. I'm just saying. Who's got the time anymore? Give me a single. Give me new music. Right. Mm-hmm. To keep chugging it out. Shorter seems to be the way of the future. Well, let's hear it from Keith. Keith, what do you have to say? Definitely working on new material all the time right now. Writing, recording. Uh, it'll be a while, but hopefully I'll be able to keep putting new music out. Doesn't have to be a whole record. Just new music. Steady. Yeah, I think just new music um, is is the thing that we want as well as artists, as well as the audience, and um, just new songs. You know, yeah. new songs keep them coming. Yeah. See that? Love you, Keith. Keithy. That's what I call him, Keithy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, what I said about your kids, Keithy. Excuse me. So check this out, Thomas Rhett. Drew, I know you're gonna love this because I know uh, Thomas Rhett says becoming a dad has taught him how to be more patient. More of this. What do you mean, more of this? Well, Thomas Rhett's been quiet lately. He's been a little quiet about his perfect family life, uh, and so I've been yeah, pretty by the cool way. with him recently. <laughs> Drew gets really upset when Thomas Rhett talks about his perfect family and his wife and his look kids. Look what God gave Just her, like, Drew. Yeah, look what God gave her. How perfect he I do made appreciate uh, we had an opportunity to uh, see Thomas Rhett recently, and I do appreciate you keeping your mouth shut because I was sure you were going to yell something at him. She enters a room, it's like he answered my prayer. Yeah, you, you guys should have saw Drew. He talks so much smack on Thomas Rhett all the time. And Thomas Rhett, we were hanging out with him not too long ago, getting a photo with him. <laughs> I just knew you, you were going to say something. You'd act like you would have thought that Drew and Thomas Rhett have been buddies for 15 years. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? It's fair play because he was pretending to like me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man! Yeah, thanks, thanks for everything oh, you've cool, done man. for me, man. Yeah, thanks awesome. for everything y'all do for up, me, man. man. Thanks, yeah, man. That's how it you guys are the best, right man. It's the best show ever, North America, man. man you guys man, are the we, best. We thank country man, we radio, love your music, man. man. We, we love, love country guys. radio. I love you, dog. I said, hey, Thomas. I said he talks smack on you all the time. Well, that's what I thought you were gonna do. Yeah. I was waiting for the uncomfortable, super awkward moment, but, what, but thank you for not saying it. He's grown up a whole lot since becoming a father. I never thought that I could exist on less sleep. I've always loved my sleep. College made me love sleep. And then when I had kids, it was kind of a huge shock going from waking up at 10 o'clock in the morning to like getting up multiple times in the night and then realizing that you can survive on that the next day and you can go to work and you can still sing songs. I learned how to be more patient for sure. And my patience, not that it was thin before I had kids, but it can't be thin at all when you have kids. And so I feel like I've grown in many, many ways as a dad and continue to grow every day. Sorry about that. Thomas Rhett and I, we had an instant connection because we're both married. We, we, each of us have babies, and each of us think that being married is cool and stuff. At least I do. I don't know about you, what, what you think, Bethany, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I uh, like you. So there you go. We just took you straight out of country. This is The Fit Show. Everybody turn it up. Fitch happens live. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. We salute them all here. If they've served or if they're going to serve, we salute our troops here. 
And I want to make sure all of our troops know how much we appreciate the service and the effort they put in every day for this country. I received a submission from a very proud set of parents who weren't exactly sure their daughter qualified for a troop salute. They've heard me salute war heroes and brave pilots and sailors who risked all. Shannon and Reggie Gates asked me if they could salute their daughter because she was just starting out in the Navy. And I am every bit as honored to salute a kid leaving for boot camp as I am saluting a war hero from decades ago. The decision to serve is the first step to making a hero. And that's why we honor them. Today we salute Seaman Kelly Gates of the United States Navy. Kelly's been in the Navy for just over a year, according to her mother Shannon. Quote, Kelly was going to community college and working part-time, and she just didn't feel like she was getting where she needed to be. We were all a little surprised when when she suggested that she might enlist. But we were impressed, too. Kelly has completed all of her basic training and is just waiting for her A school to start so she could begin her career in the Navy. And Drew, uh, you are a United States Marine. What does A school mean? That is where you learn your actual occupational training. So she didn't say exactly what A school she'd be attending, but sometimes you have to wait for a pickup, enough students to arrive. And there's something for everybody uh, in a massive military yeah, complex. You could be a welder, an administrator, a diver, uh, yeah. operate a weapon system. Aircraft, mechanic, anything. I mean, everything. Even a radio personality. Absolutely. They have radio people. Right. Uh, her mother and dad cannot be more proud of their daughter and the decisions that she's made. And we're also proud of anyone who earns the uniform in the Navy and in all the branches. And that is why today we salute Seaman Kelly Gates of the United States Navy. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now. And Here's now, my now, daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, good to be here. Thank you so much for your continued support of the What Are You Kidding Me stories. To be honest, I, I would like to, <laughs> I would like a little more feedback, uh, a little positive affirmation telling me that how much you love the What Are You Kidding Me stories. I'll be honest, I don't get a lot of feedback on it. But oh, I, I think yes, you when do. people send you Woody Kidding Me stories, that's like feedback. It's it's front-loaded yes, feedback. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I so could, they're saying, I want to participate yes. because I like this part. I could use a little more of that, too, folks. Feel free to send me What Are You Kidding Me stories. Participation. Facebook.com slash follow fits. I'm going to begin with a story out of Alabama. You've been catfished. A woman in Alabama made a fake profile as a random guy on Facebook to monitor her 19-year-old niece. And the niece tried to hire the fake guy to kill her. There's, there's more to this story. She went to the police who arrested the niece for a solicitation of murder. Things just got nasty. Are you guys going to ask me about the details? Yeah, I need to know some details. Well, guess what? That's what you don't ask during the What Are You Kidding Me stories. There's so much wrong with this story. So we first do off, not provide details. Why would an aunt catfish her niece? Like, there, there, There's a reason uh, that she started. This isn't random. This isn't lo- just... Maybe they're in love with the same person. And then secondly, why does the niece immediately go to, yeah, I want that lady killed. I want my aunt dead. Because I, to- I believe that maybe they're in love with the same individual. There's a dark history here. Well, then why would, if she was in love with an individual, why would she be uh, what interested would, in this catfish man? What would we call this special on M- MSNBC? Oh, you got to do a Keith Morrison? Yeah. Uh, Catfished like- to death? <laughs> <laughs> I love Keith Morrison. He's my favorite. Dateline. He is awesome. The th- That's the guy with the white hair, right? <gasps> oh, wait, 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 wait. It's Alabama? So we have to do something with crimson, like the crimson thorn. <laughs> Right or <laughs> Dateline will be right back. The cri- with Crimson Rose. Yeah. Crimson with Crimson catfish. Tide. Oh my God! Yes. Next on oh next on Crimson Family Tree. Next on Crimson Family Tide. <laughs> 
but some, yeah, serious drama's going on. All right, page two. What, are you kidding me? Out of Ohio. Anyone want to float? 35-year-old man in Ohio. Uh, by the way, hey, real quick, I do want to say, because I'm, I'm a daddy, so family show first. Uh, mommies and daddies, parental advisory, okay? couple mm-hmm. seconds. Family show first. Just a couple of seconds, okay. 35-year-old man in Ohio has been arrested twice in the past few years for loving on an inflatable pool raft. I would assume he's doing that in public. Well, to be arrested. Pub- public and private, basically anytime he can get his hands on the little floaty. In well, the pool or on dry land? Anywhere he can find them. He, he was just arrested again well, he just needs for, to- for finding these in- inflatable pool rafts. <laughs> And uh, last time he got 11 months in prison for it. You know? Whoa. Wow. So and this is, that has to be public. He, he must be doing it at the water park. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he even said, if you let me out, I will do this again. He must have been at the Lazy River down at the water park. Oh, oh my gosh. Could you imagine? <laughs> Drew, His eyes light up. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> All the little inner tubes floating by. <laughs> it's like he it's starts like, sweating. It's like candy. <laughs> it's like you won the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, were you that guy in the Lazy River? No, I was not. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't have to be to see this in the Lazy River. Thought he died Talking and about to empty in the pool. But anyway, folks. There you go, folks. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Oh, let's see what's trending. The Jonas Brothers trending right now. I guess they uh, they released their first album in years. I'm a sucker for you. Yeah. Jumping up in the bars, slamming up in the car. You do not, contrary to belief, you. to popular belief, you do not have to sing every song well, that we talk about. That's all right. Uh, you know what? We here on uh, on the show every day is a Friday, and that's how I like to live it. But anyway, they just released their first album in years. You can tell their fans are older because now they only scream when they get their student loan bills. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Think about it. The Jonas, I mean, you know, Jonas Brothers were basically kids, right? Disney mm-hmm. Channel stars. Of course. Now they're marrying like these Russian spies and models. No, they also married uh, Sansa Stark. Russian. Right? One of them married Sansa Stark. And the one other one them, married Priyanka Chopra. Right, the Russian spy. Well, she's. She's. Model. Yeah. Excuse me, Russian model. She's. She's India. India. Well, one of them is married to a Russian. No. No. Pretty certain of it. Mm-mm. Well, no. I'm going to be Googling it. What, what's, what, what you got on yours? Well, let's talk about Bradley Cooper and um, Irina Shake, right? Uh, he was, quote, supposedly they're saying that he was emotionally absent during the filming oh. of A Star is Born. And I, all I can say is, of course he was, right? Like, apparently... He- I don't know. Maybe you're right. You think side, side action will do that to you? Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Like, he, he was, was emotionally getting... unavailable because he was available to somebody else. Uh-huh. Her name was Lady Gaga. He was getting goo goo for Gaga. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And, and of uh, course, once the rumors started, that didn't help, especially. They couldn't find any places. <laughs> right? Especially 
because he had to, you know, travel for the film with Gaga so much, you know, to help promote the film and whatnot. Right. I don't know. I think they're just co-workers. I think you guys are making uh, You mount, are absolutely Hill. insane. Well, I think they're good actors. The freaking membrane. I think they made you believe they were in love because that was the role. What is it you love. say about actors all the time that they're doing nothing but what? They're just what? playing make-pretend. They're just right? playing. Yeah. They're, I mean, Drew's, <laughs> Drew's like, I just can't believe it. Actors, it's they're just playing Halloween yeah. every night. They really are. They're, they're just, just dressing going up out and there, pre- pretending and to do what someone's using someone else's words to make a fake scenario up and sell LARPing. you on it. They're LARPing yes. except on a set. Yes. Mm-hmm. Someone else wrote the words. I'm going to just say I'm a certain way, and you're going to give me millions of dollars. I appreciate so all those that. People I'm an act- on that I, set are party to LARPers. Mm-hmm. They're like. My mom, my mom has been a theater arts teacher for 34 years. She'd probably I'm, tell you the I'm, same I'm, thing. I, I was raised in the theater. I'm she a probably theater. wishes some of her students would go make millions acting. You know what? Yes. Well, you know what? We all want to do it, Drew. We all have that dream. Okay. Well. Okay. This. I like to be like a Leonidas character and throw like uh, spears and stuff and have like leather. Loincloth. Loincloth. Okay. That's what I'm going for. That's not an easy place to start. <laughs> Graduate to that. Like maybe do a. Oh, maybe start working out again. Do like Death of a Salesman first or oh. something. All right. Well, this source also added that Bradley, quote, and I just wanted to add this just for you, Fitz, just so you know, has a huge and overwhelming connection to Gaga. However, whether or not it develops into something romantic is, quote, premature. So I'm just going to leave you with that. Another beautiful woman, Olivia Colpo, she tops uh, this year's uh, Hot 100. She is gorgeous. I saw her all by herself outside of a restaurant in Nashville. I almost went up to her and said, hey, excuse me. I swear. That's the one I saw. That's who I saw. I told you I saw somebody member that I uh, thought I recognized outside of that. It's like the Cane something steakhouse. I thought you uh, told us Gal Gadot tried to pick you up in Nashville. What's the difference between Gal Gadot and this other person? They're different people. They're different people. (laughs) That's the main difference. Do they look alike? Yes, I could see where okay. they would. One of them is definitely the lady I saw outside of the. Re- I'll have to look at him again. One of them is well, definitely the lady I saw outside of the. Restaurant. Olivia Colpo is gorgeous. I mean, she I'm is shocked. Oh, I don't know who this stunningly is. Stunningly beautiful. She's a former Miss Universe model, actress, entrepreneur. She's also dated oh Nick Jonas, uh-huh. Tim Tebow, oh. and Danny Amendola. Oh, so. how could she leave Tebow? I love you, Tim Tebow, oh, forever. She's, she's got a range. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. I believe she left Tim Tebow. The legendary Fitz Happens. Live. Live. Fitz Happens. Live. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. You know what? For some reason, I, I will never forget. This is my senior year in high school. It was right after I got off work delivering furniture when I worked for my uncle at Herd's Hardware in Bowie, Texas. And I went to my buddy's house, and I was late helping him do something with his lawn. I didn't make it, and I was so glad I didn't make it. And I remember his grandpa looked at me and said, Ah! His grandpa was in the yard with my buddy Jason. His grandpa goes, Ha! Huh, that fits. The only thing he's good for is a laugh, I tell you. Well, he called it. And I, you know, it's probably going to be the beginning of my documentary. When if I do he it. didn't say that, you could be uh, you know, delivering furniture today. It's also still going to be on your headstone. Yeah, but I tell you what, it kind of affected me. It hurt my feeling. Cause <laughs> only good for It hurt laugh. my feelings. Because maybe in a way, maybe he was right a little bit. Because the although I could, laugh. I, could, I could deliver any, any furniture in the world. I was really good at that. 
but I couldn't put together anything. And I'm admitting that uh, I, I did not have the ability to put together anything. And what I mean by that is I just, I didn't get it. You what, still don't. I didn't get it. I could not, I didn't have the attention span to sit there. It's and, a spatial reasoning thing. For an hour and do that. He can't follow instructions either. What's weird well, I can to me? Follow instructions if I'm interested. I, I know that a lot of people struggle with it. A lot of people struggle with putting together things like furniture, even if they have pretty clear picture instructions in front of them. And that's weird to me it. because I really I, I, that is my knack. Like I, I, my space reasoning is great. I put things together. I build things. I take them apart. I, yeah. I can visualize an exploded diagram of something. That's how I picture things wow. so I can see how they work. You know what's in my crazy? Mind. Yeah. So it's weird that, to me that you can't. That's kind of how I am when it comes to this show. Right. I could see everything that's ahead and behind and what's going on. I see it all in my head. But when it comes to putting together furniture, I just do not it's just get what it. what people's knack. People Nor, have a knack for something. Right. It's kind of like but a if I'm interested in something, if I'm interested in something, then, you know, I kind of, you know, then, I'll, then I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. I'll excel in it if I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so weird. But when, but but when it comes to, uh, but that's probably with anything in life. If you like something, you can't you're gonna... master everything. No one's a master right, of everything. Right. Just be a master of the thing that is your thing. Well, but when it comes to putting together furniture, that's just I don't see that happening for me. Listen to this. I've been driving my girl nuts with this because I got all this free time now, and uh, I've been trying to learn how to fix stuff around the house. She doesn't like it because she says I have a temper. You know, she's like, every time you try to fix stuff, you get upset, you start shouting, you punch the wall, the dog starts shaking. I just don't think it's a good idea. I'm trying to explain to her that flipping out is part of the process of fixing something. Yeah. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. You buy something at Ikea, you get halfway through putting it together, and all of a sudden you're like, where's the last screw? Oh, you gotta be kidding! Oh, there it is! There it is! There it is! All right. Well, honey, I didn't see it. Well, you want to put it together? Well, then you put it together. Oh, that's how my dad used to do it. That's how my dad always did it. I don't care what he was putting together. By the end of it, he was yelling about his marriage. Everybody, what have we learned today? Court Wednesday, June 12th, 2019. And wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let us know what you picked up from the show. Maybe you're listening to the podcast right now. What's up? How are you? Uh, Here's what I learned. I learned that a poll says that Tom Cruise would definitely kick Justin Bieber's butt in a fight. That's what I learned today. And I would agree. Because remember, just days ago, Justin Bieber challenged Tom Cruise to some uh, mixed martial arts match random in the octagon. Tweet. It was random. Tom Cruise is going to win that. And, and most people agreed. He's Tom, had so much training and, and oh, stunt well, training. Hang on, hang on. Tom hasn't even accepted. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't even tweeted back. No one said anything. People are just wait, like, you know, Haven't you seen Mission wagering. Impossible? Right. Uh, on who they think would win. Yeah. But I don't think Tom, Tom I mean, is, honestly, he has more important things to do, I think. Tom would take like it. Tom Gro- like uh, Top Gun 2. I'm yeah. just saying, a poll says that Tom would win. Yeah. I believe it, for yeah. sure. 
All right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned during Makeup or Breakup that if you're going to hang out with your girlfriend's friends, you should always let her know beforehand or else she'll think you're shady and pretty much all of America will think you're shady too. And don't go hang out with your girlfriend's friends at the gym or go to Starbucks with your girlfriend's friends. Or bars. Why would you Yeah, that's just weird. Mm -mm. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South. What have we learned today? I learned that Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper might have something going on. I mean, people are saying that whenever he was filming A Star is Born, he was emotionally um, unavailable to Arena Shake. Which means he was falling for Lady Gaga. Possibly. Caramel, caramel, can you no read my book of fails? Get no summon, got no body. Are we still doing celebrity combined names? Do we need to make up a oh. Lady Cooper or a Brad Cooper? Braga? Uh, uh, Gladly. Gaga. <laughs> Bradley Gaga. Gladly. Gladly. Bradley. <laughs> Gladly? Like Gaga and Bradley. Hey, yeah. Everybody, help us out with a combination. Uh, putting Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga together. Uh, Lady, Lady Cooper. Cooper's Lady Cooper. Simple. Yeah, Lady Cooper. <gasps> that, I like Lady that one. Cooper. <laughs> Lady, Lady Cooper. Cooper. Lady Cooper. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, yeah. That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.